the fuck is going on that's a different podcast oh you're right uh boy are you weird you're a strange one okay crap um get fit with diet so are we just are we naming what might be podcast <clears throat> i yeah. assume there's one or two i start with that okay yeah well uh welcome to the adam asks chuck podcast everybody Hope you enjoyed the new theme song I saw you compose this week. Uh, assuming Adam doesn't edit out of the pod, um, it was a real, real good theme. So I just I'm doing a bit where I uh, pretend that I just sang and you cut it out. But oh yeah, yeah, good bit. I'll cut that. Uh, I'll cut this part out. Cut the bit part mm-hmm. out. I this see. is a lot of cutting. Well, uh, All okay. of a sudden, I'm a sushi chef and a podcast host. Ooh, this is zero. Uh, shop, shop, burning shop, the shop, candle shop. at uh, both ends. Okay, ah, so I like that. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't know what you're doing right now, but it sounds wonderful for my end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do people realize that when they play a podcast, they're also inputting their audio? We get a little collective over here. I don't know. Um, boy, I so I'm listening to podcasts again. Once again, Adam is employed. Once again, found something where he talks to no one. Love it. Um, but this woman next to me will just. I'll be looking at my screen, all of a sudden I'll turn, and her face will just be like a foot from mine. Like, <laughs> she just has all these questions. Um, she has spent her whole day talking to people, like, looking at the work she did, and I did it, and it's just, it's unbelievable okay. how many she, questions she has. I'm just like, okay, it's pretty self-explanatory. She's asking you simple questions about the job you're both Kinda. doing. Kind of, and she's not all crazy, mm-hmm. crazy uh, stupid or anything, but she's just very, wants to get everything right, and it's like, okay, well, this part... If you if you really don't know, it's not the I don't know. I'm a, making it sound like I'm just like slopping shit together, which is not true. Uh-huh. Is this an older woman who's been out of the workforce a little while? No, good she's, question. I don't well, know. She's re-entering. She might be re-entering. She uh she's always good for just like rapping on my desk, not even giving me time to pause. But like I'm just like okay, Jesus Christ, I'm coming. Um. And uh, she's always doing like little stretches and she's giving me exercise advice. She's like, if you do this exercise here, it really helps your posture. Unsolicited. And while uh, my back does, you know, tend to get out of whack every now and then, I'm also like, yeah, posture. I, I know. I I don't either. I shouldn't I shouldn't throw stones at your glass Achy, chair. Breaky but, back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that I'd be pretty insulted if someone just started recommending ways for me to sit straighter yeah it's that kind of how it feels it's like you know how you're hurting all the time and i'm like hey, who told you that why why would you make that assumption <laughs> am i scowling uh, but uh that's what i've been up to just uh working dog give me a howl oh <laughs> oh my god if only the cookie monster was he a dog <laughs> i didn't think so he was a monster he's just mm-hmm. a general monster dogs are monsters hey what happened yep. to that dog we were babysitting is that alive Oh, yeah, it, it it was just for a couple of days. God, we had a real, real bitch of a pooch. I'm sorry, but... She was nice. She was nice, but uh, a little whiny. A little whiny for my taste. She got real... She had some, uh, like, attachment issues. Is that a, really, I have to imagine that's a rescue dog. Probably. I don't think anyone's sure. I don't think a real, <laughs> real dog <laughs> could whine that much. I loved, I loved her, uh, but... I would have traded her back for a different one. Well, she's not here anymore, so I don't <laughs> know what your problem is. I don't have a problem. I'm sorry. I realize that sounds like I'm yeah, mad that she was there, and that's not true. Uh, All right. Well, we, you, we've you're coming in hot here. I've Adam. insulted I like you. I've insulted our biggest <laughs> listener. Uh, I feel like we've got a lot of pent up uh, energy today. Like you haven't talked to anyone in in eight hours. It's kind of <laughs> the vibe I'm getting from you here. Okay. Now you're trying to hurt me a little bit, but I'm having fun. It's working. And, all right. Like me, boy, do I feel normal again? Is it good? Are you happy you have a job? Well, I mean, oh, obviously I'm so you're tired happy you again. Have a job, but... Remember tired when I, I'm so tired. Yeah. I need to be unemployed to not be tired. You're a generally tired person. Mm-hmm. You, you're always drinking coffee at like 7 p.m. And it's a real yep. confusing thing to me. And 7 a.m. Yeah. Just coffee all day long. Well, it's just two minutes out of the day. I just <laughs> pick 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. and be like, I'll spread it out here. 
Mm-hmm. It's called uh, microdosing caffeine. So is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Oh. People go with mushrooms. It's like a they're like I'm not a I'm not a lunatic. I wouldn't just take mushrooms. I'm just gonna take a little bit all day <laughs> so that I'm never tripping, but I'm always feeling good. All right, fair enough. So uh, I got a couple of a couple of questions here for you, buddy boy. Ooh, more than one. We uh we're approaching that time of the year, uh, you know, where you buy your aunt a pet egg and then you scrape off the dead skin from her foot. Oh, because it's the season of giving, like a foot egg. I think mm-hmm. you said a pet egg, like a pet rock, but more temporary. Yeah, if you named it, maybe yeah. it could be both. You give someone a pet egg, I'd say you got to hard boil that thing first, right? Mm-hmm. You don't give them one of these, uh, don't break it or your child is dead eggs. Break it and you buy it. Yeah. Boy. Um, so a lot of things at Christmas, I, I, I don't really know the backstory. Not my biggest holiday. Um, in fact, it's what's, not my holiday at all, really. You, it's everyone's holiday. What's your biggest holiday? Thanksgiving, low low profile. I'm with you. Thanksgiving's a good time. I just don't like any time there's a lot of preparation. And I think my feelings uh, might change once I actually help with anything during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But for now, people make me food. I really I show up with like a six pack and mm-hmm. then I drink like eight beers. And it's pretty good. Christmas is all uh, all build up, a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. My uh, my mother is down in Florida this year for Christmas. Ooh, under pressure. Um, the land down under pressure. Is that a thing? Nope. Okay. So she's down in Florida. My three brothers and my pa are still up here. And my mom had like some ideas for, she's like, I'll do like a secret Santa or like a Yankee swap. And now that she's gone, I think my brothers and I all text each other. We're like, you guys want to do that thing? Someone mentioned where we all buy a six pack. And then we just like drink. I think what we're going to do. Yeah, pretty much. I think we're all be like, I got a six pack. Okay. There's five six packs here. We all just trade beers. Everybody leaves with a six pack full of different beers. Oh, I see. So instead of having, <laughs> how us, long does this event take? Is I don't think it's even an event. event. <laughs> I think we're just like we feel like we should hand something to someone else. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's my preferred Christmas. I just want everybody to be together, having exactly. some exactly. That's all it's uh, supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things I miss here in the old uh, spirit of coming, going, mm-hmm. giving, 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 and. Uh, one of them was this old uh, Ebenezer Scrooge story. Ah, the beans. I know crew. there's like ghosts and money, but I feel like, you know, most of my memory of it is Donald Duck. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. The remix. Yeah, I'm going to give you. So you're asking me who was Ebenezer Scrooge? Is that your. Oh, uh, just give I need me a, the whole. I need a hey, formal question. I need a. What was the story? A Christmas Carol. Okay. Was the Scrooge tale. Origin, uh, is this the origin of the figgy pudding? Ah, uh, the figgy pudding. I don't think that's related. Is this, this is where that song comes up? Uh, oh, because it's a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So give us some figgy put. Yeah, that song is... Is that spe- like the Carol? How does that, what is that? Well, that song is specifically for door-to-door carolers. Usually door-to-door carolers. just a song. I think a carol can be any song. Yeah. But there is a Christmas song Ooh, specifically for the purpose of song and dance <laughs> showing up at people's doors and singing a very demanding Christmas carol. Okay. And I don't know what that one's called. Probably Christmas carol. So we got a few things named Christmas Was carol. it a homeless thing at any point? Feels no. very homeless. That's Here, have our last <laughs> remaining drops of joy. All I, we ask in return is some uh, pudding. It may have been a poor person thing. I don't... You might be onto something. Yeah. But I feel like it was... I always picture those people wearing, like, tall hats. And poor people don't have tall hats. You're right. What do poor people have? Poor people have scrunchy hats. Their hats are, uh, mm. like, got a lot of wrinkles in them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Bad posture. They're missing the, the hat beak. Those, mm-hmm. uh, those hats need some old lady up there telling them how to <laughs> sit up straight. <laughs> Precisely. So, the story of A Christmas Carol, you know A Christmas Carol from the Scrooge McDuck version, evidently. Yep. Uh, I know A Christmas Carol from the much more sophisticated Muppets Christmas Carol version. Ooh. That's uh, that's my main source of knowledge. So, some of this, I'm going to give you some details. I know the story uh, decently well. So, I'm going to be giving you some details that relate back uh There'll be me trying to generalize it for the Charles Dickens original novel version. And then some of these might be a little specific, like I might reference 
Miss Piggy or somebody, but I'll try to I'll try to keep that out. I'll try okay. to distinguish real fiction from puppet fiction. Charlie's often just saying, uh, calling people Miss Piggy, and I uh, thought it was a sexism thing, but that's good to know that yeah. you understand the world through the very famous Jim Jensen. Now, for a moment, I'd like to address, were we supposed to think Miss Piggy? Nobody thinks she's attractive, right? I don't know. I had weird feelings as a kid, man. <laughs> I really, I wasn't sure. Towards the Because I feel like, is the joke? I guess I've always been like, well, Kermit's the leading man. He must be some catch of a frog. But is this just like an unattractive couple? What's... I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, frogs and princes, they're like a toss-up. Girls are like, I could fuck this frog or this prince. They're kind of neck and neck. But pigs, not known for uh, not known for their looks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pigs are known for uh, both being clean and dirty. I've heard people be like, pigs super dirty, you plays a sty. And then I've heard people be like, actually, pigs are like one of the cleanest animals, which kind of discounts the fact that they like live in mud you say that about anything if you hang out with pretentious people <laughs> i've heard of this thing referred to as the way most people know it and then the pretentious correction uh, i i remember as a kid being in like third grade someone being like pigs are so clean so next time someone tells you your place is a sty you can tell them how clean pigs are and i was like no one's ever actually said that yeah um the whole thing with the dog's mouth too it's like the dog's mouth is cleaner than yours it's like why does it fucking stink then I don't need. That's a great point. There's no dog where I'm like, got great breath. Mm -hmm. Smells like cinnamon. Must have been swishing some listerine around in there. Also, yeah, what's the what's the standard for clean? My mouth isn't clean, but I'm willing to eat anything that's in it. That's kind of just how how it got in there in the first place. People go in there, they'd be like, (laughs) oh, what's this? You got you know chicken curry in your mouth, and I'd be like, yeah, that's good. I'm saving that. That's. I lined my cheeks with it, painted the inside. Oh, those chipmunks are onto something, I tell you. Chipmunks? Or, uh... Chipmunks? Who started that? The big cheeks? Yeah. Yeah, those chipmunks. Yeah, chipmunks. They keep some nuts in there. So, up, up at uh, up at my cabin, I would throw Cheetos out, and, uh, chipmunk, you just watch it, they would just grab it like a sawmill, just like, and just pull it into their face until there was no more Cheeto. Mm. The puffies. I don't think they could do that with a crunch. Did you ever give them, like, a flaming hat? And watch them kind of like freak the fuck out. I don't know. Is that like a credit card swipe? What does that move? A, no, a flaming hat. Oh. Flaming hat Cheeto. Ah, uh, no, I have. Like, give them a flaming hat Cheeto. They eat that. They start like no, but that's a fun gag. Mouth gets I, all might, spicy. They I ask feel you like for a animals are pretty good at sniffing stuff out before they go into it. That's probably a good point. But there are foods that have a, a lag, a spice lag. Mm, that's true. Yeah, that's one of those foods you eat. You, you could eat three at once, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, there it is. Didn't didn't plan on that. Mm. Flaming hot Cheetos. Those are. Those are not good. I never was into them. No. I don't know. Everyone's like, they're, they're great. And it's, uh, it feels like a way to get heartburn at a very young age. Yeah, for sure. Well, this is a Christmas special, so I don't want to... <laughs> this, this is <laughs> Every TV show's got a Christmas episode. So our podcast is uh, going to put a Santa hat on this. Adam and I... Uh, are both dressed like Santa and an elf. Um, mm-hmm. We've got Adam's got green bottom red top. I've got red bottom green top. Ooh, we look like Santa and an elf fucked, and then quick had to put on <laughs> put on whatever clothes they could find as Miss Claus enters. Exactly, Adam. Scene one: Miss Claus enters. <laughs> I'm not doing. Oh, your Miss Claus is so great. Charlie's got characters yep. in his bag. Well, Santa. You fucking another elf? That was Miss Piggy. <laughs> another elf. That was Miss Curve. That was uh, Kermit the Frog doing Miss Santa as an elf. <laughs> so a Christmas Carol. The story of a Christmas Carol written by Charles Dickens in 1800 something. Was he an old? It was that long ago. Charles Dickens. Yeah, Dickens was like the 1800s. Great Expectations. Uh, so Oliver nobody Twist. laughed at his name back then. Dickens? Yeah. yeah they might have snickered. The British are big snickers, snickerers. They are. They're weaselly. Uh, they like to laugh at you behind your back, make a snide comment. Not a big belly laughing no. culture. Santa is, though. Oh, so. yeah. Hope jiggle that jolly. <laughs> Jelly. Damn. Uh, <laughs> scrapping it all. How did you feel about Santa as a kid? When did you find out? Let's get into that first. Okay. I found out uh, I was, I don't know, appropriate age, third grade. 
Does that seem right? How old is I need that in uh, human years. Nine? What's the math? Yeah, that sounds about right. On <clears throat> grades. It's always like five. I found out around nine. Okay. I think it was around then. Did you just an older kid say it? I uh, I was kind of like, this doesn't seem like it totally lines up. And then I was in like the bomb shelter of my parents' home. and uh, What? I think we've addressed this. My parents had a bomb shelter. Did your current, where they currently live? No, we've moved since. Oh, okay, I was going to say, it's a good, I have not seen it, so it's a good bomb shelter. Mm-hmm. But there was a box of what my younger brothers got for Christmas, and I was like, my dad was with me, I was like, what's that about? And he's like, yeah, you know, Santa's not real. I was like, got it. Capiche. Uh-huh. I grilled my mom until she broke. Hmm. I bad copped her ass so hard. I wish I would have phrased that different, but <laughs> I really, I was just like, tell me he's he's not real, right? Admit it. She's like, no, no, Santa's real. And this went on for an hour. And then hey. finally she's like, all right, he's not real. Jesus. And you're like, oh, man, my childhood's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Santa doesn't come into play in this story, actually. Oh, okay. It's not a Santa story. Okay. I'm not saying don't talk about Santa. It's a Christmas episode. When did you find out elves weren't real? <laughs> <laughs> that took me until I was 14. And I was like, wait, the whole thing? I thought the whole operation was just run by a different guy. I thought this was, it was all still in effect. Um, just had a... You know, use the post office or whatever instead. But uh, the Dickens novel came out, I don't know, sometime in the 1800s. All of the 1800s are kind of the same to me. Me too. If it's not in America, I'm like, it was, the the timelines are far less relevant to me. England, in my mind, has looked the same for 500 years. There's something to that. Right? Yeah. I don't know their history well enough to be like, oh yeah, and then they were going through the Industrial Revolution. I'm just like, they've always kind of had like, cobbled roads and stuff yeah i i, I buy it mm-hmm. but so dickens writes this novel about uh ebenezer scrooge who is just a real dick he's a guy that people don't like he's very rich i think he runs i think he's a banker i think okay. he's he like gives people loans and stuff and, he has a, and so in the daffy there's a, like a money pool is that similar mm. or is that there's none of that in the carol no well the thing is a cartoon version of it so with the Daffy Duck stuff, I don't remember the Christmas Carol version of it, but they took that Scrooge McDuck character and they pulled him out and they put him in like 30 other things, right? I think that might be part of it. Because Scrooge McDuck is in... Oh, Duck. you're right. They turned him into like a regular... He's like the lead character in DuckTales. Yeah. And that's like modern day. Actually, I don't know when they set DuckTales. But so Scrooge, yeah, I don't think he had a money pit. He wasn't, he wasn't rich in like an insane way. He was rich and like, this guy's very well off. But he's portfolio. Yeah, he's obsessed with being rich and he's a real penny pincher and uh, was, you know, didn't have any of the, the Christmas spirit in him. Okay. So the story is about how money fixes that stuff, right? How it makes you happy? How money makes you happy? Mm-hmm. No, no. Well, he has money. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to. All right. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure at what point you're... Uh, you understand the story and you don't, Adam, so I'm going to... I do. He, he's here. got no Christmas spirit, no, no giving. He's a real penny pincher. Mm-hmm. And that is not... Does he have those shoes where you get, you put a penny in it? You ever see those penny loafers? Uh, I saw a teacher in middle school actually put a penny in her penny loafers. I was like, that can't be right. That's a thing? I didn't. I don't know why they're called penny loafers. I think they have a little slot in the front and you can put a penny in them if you want. Oh. Why are they called pumps? Be, pumps. What's that about? I've always thought pumps meant like the tent sneakers that you pump up, but what what is a, a pump? I think it's like a high heel. Because mm. it bumps you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, see our Schwarzenegger episode if you like that, folks. Get a little more from that app. Um, yeah, so we got this guy, and he's he's not happy, and he's got one of his employees is uh, uh, what is his name? He's got an employee played by Kermit the Frog, and. Uh, <laughs> But who, who in the Muppets is, is Scrooge? Michael Caine. Oh, okay, I love this. <laughs> it's it is just yeah. it's just Michael right. Caine. So Michael Caine plays Scrooge. I know it's on my list. And then uh, I watched it like a month ago. And then Kermit is um, a frog. Oh, shoot, what is his name? Yeah, he's a frog. He's a nice frog. Right. I don't know. I don't know yeah, what he's can... just like an assistant. Uh-huh. That's his job, right? So the story starts out with you know somebody goes into Scrooge's office and is like. Hey, I'm not going to be able to pay my loan, but, you know, it's Christmas. Uh, can I not pay my loan? And Scrooge is like, get the hell out of my office. Which, in the movie, is supposed to make him look real bad. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of how loans work. 
Yeah. You don't get to be like, the Christmas spirit? Is that good for 15% this month? That's not. So this guy just like doesn't pay him. Scrooge is like, ah, screw yourself. I'm going to burn your house down. However, wait. Oh, all right. Not to that extent. I don't know how banks deal with delinquencies. Casbah. Yeah. I assume it's. I think it's an angry phone call, to be honest. Yeah. Probably. I don't think they can do a lot within. There's not like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, maritime law. They adhere to reg- regular law. There's mm-hmm. no kneecap breaking. <laughs> yeah, they don't That's have... what a loan shark is. Loan sharks <laughs> play by maritime law, hence ah. the shark. So loan shark, because they are the people who like bust your knees in and mm-hmm. everything, right? Yeah. Um, thick, thick accents. Yeah. I did some uh, some sports betting through like the old school way back in high school. Yeah. My older brother worked at like a pizza place. And so like, you know, it was in a t- small town. The guy from the bar would come in and be like, hey, we got the parlay cards in this week. And then everyone would fill out the parlay cards. And you'd write like, I bet ate beans this week and beans meant dollars and everybody winked at each other (laughs) why did it have to be beans because i think if they put dollars on there there was more legality to it if somebody found a card so the point being that apparently with this guy somebody won you know placed a thousand dollar bet or something won eight thousand dollars whatever it was but this is like a small town bookie so the guy won like you know, just like ruined his business, and then the the rumor was the bookie like came over and broke the guy's legs or something. The guy that won, yeah, that's not how that's supposed to work. All right, so that's my advice to all the gamblers out there. It never, you never place a bet you can't afford to lose, and you never place a bet you can't afford to win. Wow, that sounds like it belongs on a hardcover. Uh huh. Um, or in I don't. It's not like a title, but a good quote. Yeah. It's kind of like that movie, uh, 21. You ever watch that one? Uh, yes, yes, I have. Just Kevin's, well, hmm. yeah, Kevin Spacey. He shall not be named. <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable saying right, his name. Kevin Spacey. Uh, yeah. But yeah, these smart guys, they go to... To be honest, I don't know anything I want to say on the record what's going on with that fella. I just know it's bad. He he got touched. sandwiched in a, in a, in a little, uh, sexual assault sandwich between a comedian and a movie guy. Mm-hmm. He touched a kid, and then they're like, did you touch a kid? This guy says you touched him 30 years ago, whatever. And Kevin Spacey's like, uh, well, I apologize if uh, I did anything bad. I'm actually a gay man. And oh, then everybody was like... time to come out. Well, kind of the best time to come out, because all the headlines were like, Kevin Spacey's gay! And that was the way that he was like, what, I then, tried to have sex with a 16-year-old. Okay, and then the with children was like written off, didn't fit on the page or something? Yeah, I mean, he eventually got enough pushback and everything. But initially, people were like, oh, that's that's fascinating. You know, I'm going to go on record here. I don't think you can be gay with a child. I think you can just be like a molester. You know what I mean? I kind of do, but I I'd like you, you get, to clarify it a little more. I think, okay, I know. I don't think you can be gay with a kid. It's a, it's a, it's you a different thing. It's a worse, different okay. molestation. I think I'm on the right side of I, history. I think. Uh, <laughs> the front side where the boobs are. <laughs> I think you're you're well-meaning here, and I, I think you're right. People who have sex with kids, that's not like an indicator of where they lie. On the Kinsey sex- scale, uh, right. Yeah. It's not the same spectrum. Yeah. You don't go like, oh, I'm this side of the spectrum, because kids aren't on that spectrum. Right. Kids okay. are north-south, not east-west. You know what I mean? And we're talking... Does that make sense to you? I think. Well, I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm I'm trying to determine if uh, if I'd stand by it as an analogy. Sexuality is a spectrum, which goes one way. No, left, I, I left get it. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I perfectly get it. I'm just wondering if it's it's um, you know belittling to the whole. Anyway. Yeah, probably. All right, don't touch kids, everybody. That's uh, the moral of that. How many people do you think are listening to the pod pod right now that just like <laughs> stopped in motion? One finger pointed right towards a kid's eye. Uh, somebody crossed off their list of things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, apparently, uh, not approved. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so, Scrooge McDuck, he's a jerk. He's got all these employees who are like, hey, uh, tomorrow's Christmas. Can we take Christmas off? And Scrooge is like, what? That's insanity. We don't, don't take Christmas off. And they're like, but come on. And then he's like, all right, fine, take Christmas off, and I won't pay you. Something something rude. Mm. Something like that. And they're like, okay, like sounds good. Uh, so they all get to go home for Christmas, and uh, 
this guy goes back to his family. He's got a family that's too big for his little London house. And uh, they, one of his kids is Tiny Tim. Oh, I know that name. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. So Tiny t- Tim sounds like a character in this story, but also a bookie. I could see that mm. being the nickname of a, a real tough bookie. Tiny, t- yeah. That's how the really tough guys name themselves. They'd be mm-hmm. like, Tiny Tim. And that's like, you know, Donny Smalltoes over there. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that guy, he's tough because he can go by Tiny Tim. Mexican get away with Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right, I missed. Go ahead. <laughs> so... Tiny Tim's like, oh, I'm little and crippled. And as we know, that means... <laughs> Did he have a, a thing? Is he a, on crutches there? Yeah, he's got a crutch. Okay. Walks around with a crutch. because Not those, like, arm brace ones? No. That those, have... those are ones you know that you're not getting out of. Nobody's like, ah, I, you know, I broke my leg, so I'm on these ones that, like, brace to grab my arm back. Right. Because yeah. they've always got a shoulder thing going on with those two. Where they're yeah, like, what, yeah, what is that? I think it might be scoliosis. Nah, that's more your back. I don't know. I feel like... All right. But anyway, he's got something going on with his leg or something. He doesn't walk right. And Jimmy he's, likes He's too small. That's a weird feature of whatever illness he has. They're like... <laughs> that he's tiny? They're like, he can't walk, he's too small, and he's going to die. Those are his three features. I knew a kid in high school who was, like, medically small. They're like, it is a problem how small you are. You need to take supplements to make you bigger, or you're going to die. You it was mean, something very odd. You just mean, like, he has... Oh, not just like he's got dwarfism or something. No, like he was a normal sized guy, but like so, yeah, I don't know what it was. That's, that's... Well, not normal size, but like wasn't super short, wasn't super tall, super scrawny. And they're like, your body it's, really doesn't want to be here. It's kind of crazy how many different ways the body can mess up. Like It, <laughs> it you, really is. You see these news stories where it's like, oh, this four-year-old child is aging at seven times a rate and like her body thinks she's an old woman yeah <laughs> and then you're like the body can just like decide that's, that's another way you can accidentally like yeah put some the wrong calculation in. their body didn't get that update tails. that software update right vestigial tails that's insane i that's, know some bodies are like oh some bodies are like kevin spacey's and touch a child and it's like jesus body yeah that's the amount of because when you think like your body's capable of making you age seven times too fast, you go like, well, that's insane. But the amount of that must be like a huge wire missed. The tiny wire that has to miss for you to be like, I want to touch this child. That seems like in relation, a real small picture. wire. And oh, that's it's a gonna, small wire. That's, that's a little real, solder. Really mess up all of society. It's computer repair, not an auto part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got a lot of stuff going on. I don't get how a person could just age fast. How have we not reverse engineered that son of a bitch? And now we're all living to 200. Uh, It's not like our bodies are just like all in agreement. Like we're just going to slowly get older until we die to make room. Mm -hmm. I've never quite understood when people say someone died of natural causes. I still don't really know what that means. Yeah. Like you just die of old age. I'm like. Yeah. I think it's just. I've heard oxygen poisoning. I think you just get. I mean, I've, I've heard that's what aging is. I think you just get so old. That everyone that cares enough about you to demand an autopsy dies, and then <laughs> and then they I just see. don't ever get to the bottom of it. Uh, so, all right, that could be it. But someone people did care about was this tiny Tim fella. He's a sweet little hamburger. He sounds adorable. Uh huh. He would say things like, "Please, sir, I want some more." Not his line, but he'd say things like that. Mm-hmm. So he goes back. He's like, "Good news, everybody. Right, let's." You know, get a stew going because I've got off for Christmas tomorrow and we're all going to pool our money and get a ham bone, throw in a pot and like have the most modest Christmas you've ever seen. That kind of that kind of deal. And then so Scrooge, he's sitting at home, you know, counting his money, whatever it is he does. It's kind of weird because he's one of these rich guys who's just like, I need money. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, well, he doesn't seem like he's into shiny things. Does he sleep on it? Sleep on his money. Oh, ah. Maybe. I could That's seeing like, you know, at least yeah. the cartoon version. I bet he's like, but, you know, he's like snoring and then like he's got like a pillow of money and like a dollar slips out and he snores it away and then it goes under the door into the next room ah, by the fireplace see. and there's a little squirrel shivering. I could see that. Maybe they'll hire us to direct the next one. But yeah, he's sleeping presumably on a, you know, bed of feathers, whatever 
they used to sleep on in in old London town. Um, London, London. Uh, so then he goes to he you know reads by the fire whatever it is with his spectacles and his sleeping cap goes to bed, and uh, this ghost comes on in and goes. Uh, and Scrooge is like, hey, what's your problem? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I like this version of, or version of where he sees a ghost. He's like, what's your... F-? <laughs> was he kind of like not too amused about the ghost part? I mean, or was yeah, he terrified? He doesn't have a good sense of humor. So he's not one of these guys who's going to let a ghost like change his mood. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be like, ah, get out of here, you stupid ghost, even though he's never believed in ghosts. Yeah. He's just like, ah, fuck you. Um. The ghost shows up. He's like, hey, I'm the ghost of Christmas present, which that's fun, that's, right? Yeah. Start off with a little wordplay. Yeah, ooh, oh, ooh. And uh, Scrooge is like, okay, well, that's just today. That just means you're the ghost of today is all you're really telling me. And he's like, well, let's take you around the town and see what Christmas is like. And see, that seems like the hardest sell. I feel like you go like, let's go into the future and be like, I guess I'll get out of bed for that. But he's like, <laughs> get out of your warm bed to walk around this town you despise. Uh-huh. But Scrooge is like also a ghost because the ghost is a ghost. So I don't. Oh, think so he's... does he? He like pulls him out of his body. So he's not. He's not physically cold. leaving. Right. Yeah, he's like, well, let's go over here, and he snaps his fingers, mm-hmm. and then they're in uh, old Tiny Tim's lair. Okay, that's and the first stop. First stop, and to my memory, the only stop. It's probably just like. Let's go look around the town. There's people singing carols, asking for figgy pudding. Uh, kind of like the, uh, I feel like in the Mr. Rogers neighborhood, they're just like all aboard. You get on the train and then it pulls two inches forward and you stop and you're at like a new little little place. Mm-hmm. Or some kind of kid show. Right. And he's like, look at you. You're sitting down in your basement and you're just reading a book like a boring person. That's fine. That's what you like to do. I want to interject. Did Mr. Rogers ever touch a kid? Or was he just everyone's first bet? Um... Oh, no, I think he was fine. I feel like everyone's like, that guy's probably a pedophile, right? And then he wasn't. I, I know there's like celebrity death pools. Is there like a celebrity, celebrity kid touching pool? Honestly, right now we should be doing a, which is the next sex scandal come out pool. It, I mean, it seems uh, like maybe something you got to keep on like a guy's only forum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know how to spell that word as indicated by my pronunciation. But, you know, I, boy. Yeah, let's get one going. Um, I've got some my guesses. Bookie. Mostly people we know, but Mexican no, Steve. Hmm? I'll talk to my bookie, Mexican Steve. Ah, so uh, we we head over by the Tiny's home and uh, go in there, and they're like, "Look how shitty their stew is," and uh, look how he didn't give his kids enough presents. But they love it. I think they're happy. I feel like that's probably part of like, look at how happy they are, though. Yeah, I don't feel like Christmas present was very impactful. Mm-hmm. I think he's just like, all right, good to know. This is vaguely how I envisioned people spending their Christmas days. And they're like, all right, well, I guess that was an impressive use of our first ghost. But <laughs> um, what can we say? So they send him back to bed and he goes back into his fever dream or whatever he's having. Wakes up like 20 minutes later and a new ghost is like, hey, Scroogey boy. And Scrooge is like, oh, we're doing this again. All right. Guess we're in a rules of three thing kind of now. And that guy's like, I'm the ghost of Adam. Christmas past. Christmas past. So Scrooge goes, Oh, that's you know, I I like the past. Let's go check out what I used to do on Christmas. And they go back, it's like an old company party. And uh He's a little rascal. He's like a young, handsome Michael Caine. Ah. And so they're like, everybody's having a good time and dancing. And there's like a cute girl who keeps like looking over his direction. And then the guy who runs this company is just like, hey, everybody in the company, you get here's your Christmas bonus and a free goose or whatever they used to do in London. And so Scrooge is like, hey, buddy, I've been doing the numbers and we can't afford to give everyone a Christmas bonus because then we're not going to be able to buy our new money machine or whatever. Uh huh. And uh, the guy's like. Ah, you're being too much of a Scrooge. Um, and he's like, we haven't even established that as a, <laughs> as a thing yet, but it's a little insulting. And so then the cute girl's like, do you want to dance? And he's like, I'll dance. And then they dance. And then she's like, I don't like you because 
you're too into your work. I think there was something where it's like he could have dated her. She determined that by the way he moved his feet? Ah, yeah. I think they might have jumped uh, another Christmas in the future. She noticed the pennies in his loafers. Mm, that's it. She's like, that's, your, your feet are too heavy because of all your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, they, yeah, they go to the next year and it's the same broad. And she's like, hey, would you like get me a Christmas present? And he's like, those cost money. Something like that. And then so they split up and it's like, oh, remember how you just pushed away like the only person who ever loved you because you're too into your work? <laughs> it sounds like she never loved them, though. It sounds like they never established much more than a, a dance. I don't know. She thought he was cute and they had a little thing. Okay. And then he's like, I'm going to be, you know, a narcissistic hermit kind of fella. Ooh. Um, and so the they lesser show known of the, the crabs. Uh, yeah, yeah. The hermit crab. I, ever tell, I did a report on the hermit crab once. Of course you fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> what haven't you done a report on? Tell me about it. This was uh, kind of early days of the internet. Not so early, but like early. To, you know, where it's like, oh, this person like has the hermit crab website. There's like a lady who was like the primary source of hermit crab information. <laughs> so I went to the hermit crab website, like, you know, hermitcrab.com or whatever. And it was clearly just like some person who put their own thoughts in about hermit crabs. Mm. And then they had a little... I didn't. I didn't get anything from the page. There was nothing. I, it wasn't usable information. Was it um, like half hermit crab information, half tourism info about you know, Pewaukee? Right, that kind of thing. And then so on the side of her page, she had a uh, a poll thing because those used to be common. People were Ooh. like, "This is one of the features available." I like that feature. I'll put a poll on my website, and the poll was like, "How useful was this website? Very useful. Somewhat useful. Could have been more useful." The, the last one wasn't, like, mean, but it was mm-hmm. the worst one. And so it was, like, ever, nobody had ever chosen that one, but only 40 people had voted in this poll. So I spent the rest of library class no. voting on the worst one. And so some woman logged onto her hermit crab website the next day and just had a totally <laughs> skewed poll. Good news, the site traffic blowing up. <laughs> Bad news, they hate it. <laughs> uh, I feel a little guilty about that these days, but... Probably you made this woman the William Hung of hermit <laughs> crab sites. She's like, you got to go to this website. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. But that's neither beer nor hair. We're in, yeah, Christmas pass. And so Scrooge is like, well, that, yeah, I guess I do kind of see how I screwed stuff up. But also I kind of knew that that's not the past. Isn't that interesting? If a ghost showed you the past, would you be impressed? No, not unless I remembered it differently. And then I'd be like, fuck you. You know, you wouldn't believe me. You'd be like, I don't remember it a little different, but uh, yeah, I can't change it. Uh I know what I did. I know the numerous times I could have made out with a girl and I didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, that would be a rough ghost. Ghost who just brings it back and they're like, (laughs) this person, if a ghost knew every person that you were into that like would have gone out with you or whatever. And just brought you through the years, and they're like, could have, you know, could have made a move. Could have asked her out. Ooh. Oh, she liked you. You'd be like, oh, what have I been doing? Here's the thing, though. There's so many people that if a ghost went back and showed them, they'd be like, you know how you've made out with 300 girls? 40 of them actually wanted to. Mm. Like, there's the type that, like, you know, I'm the kind of, like, it has to be so yeah. obvious that, like, I, I undoubtedly, people are like, I think she, you know, she might have been India. So I missed out on those, but I think there's Clearly, yeah. people in the other on the other side of things. It's a good point. You you tow that uh, line conservatively, and uh, it keeps you out of some legal mess and some yeah some hurt feelings and some, yeah, some a lot of so, just a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So I I should yeah we don't we don't want to promote people making every move that's there. Make the good ones. I don't know. I I don't give a fuck. Blondes, listeners, no. <laughs> <laughs> listeners. Uh, Save your moves for blondes. <laughs> I don't even personally. No, it's just it's fun to act like blondes are uh, like everybody's into blondes and mm-hmm. But I mean, do you have? Fr- I've I have friends like that though that they, their attraction to women is so crowdsourced that mm-hmm. it's like, what, what do you what do you like? And they're like, uh, blonde, tan, big boobs, boobs, eyes. Like, like, what did you read this out of a like how to like girls mm-hmm. book? White teeth. Yeah, I, think I don't even think they go that far. <laughs> I'm like, I great teeth is a huge bonus, and they're like, what? What about boobs? Mm-hmm. They're not uh, not like you liking language. the uh, what do you call those? Ooh, filtrum, filtrum. Oh, we've got we have we've know. had this on the pod. Adam's a shit. I realized 
Erase it all. Cut it. But so first two ghosts, kind of a who gives a shit kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you showed me the present. I could have woken up and walked around town, figured out the same information. You showed me the past. I wrote that down in a journal one time. You might have just read my journal. It's, I'm, not, I'm not that into it so far. So it was like, what else you got? I can't even imagine what a third ghost would be able to show me. <laughs> what, what would be not the past or the present? Then, ghost of Christmas, future. Now, I'd like to just take this moment to point out. Bebop, boop, boop, Jingle bells. Little dubstep. Yeah, he just shows him that orchestra that plays like the really intense Christmas songs. It's a ghost of Christmas future. It's all electronica. I like to take a moment to point out it's weird that ghost society has decided to split itself up not into future ghosts, past ghosts, present ghosts. But they're specifying, we have a Christmas future ghost. That's oh. a really specific job. That is <laughs> this guy. Specific. This guy's not just our Christmas ghost. He covers all the Christmases. That seems like a f- poor division of labor, though, because, like, what is, do you just have, like, a work week ghost or, like, a Tuesday of a normal work week ghost? Like, that guy has to do, like, you know, 50 weeks a year, and then well, Christmas ghost gets just... Who knows? Yeah, maybe they got Monday ghost, Tuesday ghost. Um, Casual kinda, Friday ghost, yeah, Labor hump, Day ghost, day ghost. cover past and present, mm-hmm. future, long weekend Thursday ghost. <laughs> I feel like there's not a lot of uh, regrets when it comes to like just Arbor Day or whatever, though. Right, people are like, I've really blown it in life, as evidenced by my eventful Arbor Days. Hey, there's some fireworks mishaps. Don't write off the fourth. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You showed Jonathan Pierre Paul, ghost of uh, Fourth July past, and he's like, I know, I'm missing a few fingers. Adam, I don't know if you know, that's the defensive end for the Giants. I don't know. He blasted off like two of his fingers. Are you kidding me? No, 4th of July, like three years ago, he was shooting off some fireworks. He still played. He was really good. And then he missed a season because it's like he almost lost his whole hand. He had the claw. Now he's got like a glove that just like makes it into a claw, but he's like legitimately missing two fingers. But he plays all right with it, huh? He's still pretty good. Wow. He he manages. Does he have any one-handers with the claw? Like interceptions? Well, he's a defensive end. Catches. So, oh, okay. So it's not as big that. of a deal? Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Don't get me started on defensive ends. The ghost of defensive end pass. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, still fun. Every once in a while I see these defenders, they play with a big club on their hand. Yeah. Sometimes they're better with these clubs because they're just, they're just like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to like hack people's wrists and stuff with the club. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem quite, uh, quite fair there. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a ghost of Christmas future, and uh, this guy, the last two ghosts have been like a big, jolly, fun dude, and then one of them was like also kind of nice, and now this guy doesn't talk. He's essentially just like the Grim Reaper, mm. and he shows up, and he's got some it hoods. Just, it speaks for itself. Yeah, he's like, you get what's, what's going on. the term on for that? Isn't there like a term? It speaks for itself? It's self-evident. That, yeah. How is that not Maybe it? that's it. That's got to be what you're thinking. Ah, but I feel it's like it's more of like, ah, it's a French word. Mm. Kind of like, uh, you know, everyone knows what menage toi means. Or uh, what's the German? Uh, I was uh, going to say threesome in every language. <laughs> <laughs> no, where you, you like when people, you like bad things? Uh, Schoiden, oh, Scheudenfraud. Scheudenfraud. Here's what I've heard about the Germans is that uh, people are real impressed by all these long German words. They're like, it's so crazy that they have like Scheudenfraud. But all that stuff is just, you just take words and, and journey. Them. They have a mechanism where you just like, you put in Scheid and in you can fraud. push whatever words you want together. Right. So you ask these Germans, you're like, what's with this word? And they're like, nobody I know has ever said, you know, Voiken von Stubendein. Okay. Right. But it'd be like, if we go pleasure and pain and be like, oh, pleasure in pain. You're like, no, we made a one word. Pleasure and pain. Same kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this, this future ghost shows up. <laughs> And I don't know if he can't talk or if he's just like, it's beneath me or whatever. <laughs> Scrooge goes, uh, oh, my God, you're the, the third ghost. What are you? And the guy's like, just silent and stares at him. And then Scrooge, Scrooge goes, you must be the ghost of Christmas death. And he like shakes his head. He's like, come on, that's a little on the note. And then he's like, Christmas. I'm uh, sure the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas tomorrow. And the ghost's like, no, 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 no. You, you're missing the obvious. And I said, Christmas future. He's like, what are you going to show me? You're going to show me. You know, better Christmases. Scrooge still totally not getting it. 
he's kind of caught on to some patterns, but, um, and so he takes him out to like, uh, first he takes him over to Tiny Tim's home and they show up Is there. Is he Big Tim now? Huh? Is he Big Tim? Well, I hate to break your heart, but uh, uh, Tiny Tim's not at dinner this time. No. And then he's like, oh, where's Tiny Tim? And the guy's like, I'm not going to answer your questions. I am just going to wear this hood. And then he takes him out to a uh, uh, graveyard. And I think it's like he shows him one gravestone and it's Scrooge's and it inscribed in it is like, eh, nobody cares. And there's no flowers. Somebody just like took a dump on his tombstone. He's like, ah, that is a bummer. And he's like, let's go over here. And bummer. Scrooge is like, oh, no, what is it? What is it? And he's like, no, no. And it's Tiny Tim's gravestone oh, or something. Does it say Tiny Tim or is it just Tim written in very small font? <laughs> uh yeah i wonder if they did like tim the saved money if they were strapped on money i feel like it'd be cheaper to be like do tim really tiny rather than normal letters that say tiny tim that's a good call yeah you put you don't want to do the uh the old tim quotations tiny <laughs> turner whatever it is so he's like that's the big moment in the story where it's like oh my god what have i done with my life uh and then cut to scrooge wakes up and he's like i've just been having crazy fever dream but maybe not really i don't know maybe i had some bad soup or something and then but he's he's a changed man so he wakes up and he goes out and he like buys a bouquet and hands it to a lady and then buys every ham he can find and starts handing those out and then he goes over to uh tiny tim's family and he's like here's some ham and flowers and money <laughs> uh and they're like well this is just weird for even our closest friends to do and he's like no trust me the ghost talked to me last night Look, we're not even going to ask what that's about and then tim is like i've never met you before but thank you and he picks tim up on his shoulders and puts him on his shoulders and goes "Whoa, i'm not going to uh, I'm not hell crazy. anymore yeah right uh and that's the story so ah, a lot of questions uh-huh. uh one i can think of what the he was just like hadn't realized nobody liked him that was all it was it's like look nobody put shit by your grave uh, i don't know if that was a big thing in it i think it was like it was more just like by the way you're gonna die it was a realization of his mortality and a realization that like he was responsible for bad things why did t- t- he didn't have anything to do with tim dying did he it say Tiny Tim, he died because of Scrooge. I think it was like, oh, they probably didn't have enough money to get him new legs or something. Oh. Uh, They're like, without... Without legs, he can't run away from the wolves in the 1800s? Okay. His legs are small, <laughs> and he's going to die. Okay. And he's scrawny. He's a little crippled boy. Okay. And if this guy's employer, Kermit's, Kermit's boss, doesn't pay him reasonably... He's just going to have to choose one of his kids to die, and you're obviously going to choose the one who can't walk, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Was uh, was Tiny Tim a little frog? In yeah, in the, in the one I watched, he his family was all little, I think they're all either little frogs or little tits. They have those collars, though. Kermit the Frog is my number one fear to this day. He is a creepy frog. He has no place in pop culture. That voice, those dead, lifeless eyes, and he's wearing like a dog collar. What the hell is that about? Mm-hmm. I don't care for the voice. He's uh I guess it's kind of nice having like a a uh, a leading man who's real meek and not your your standard, but I always thought the Muppets picked the wrong leader. Kermit shouldn't be in charge. Mm-mm. Uh Sesame Street, Elmo gets all the attention. Elmo shouldn't be in charge. Ooh, who's your Sesame Street in charge? I like a Grover. Is uh, it the trash guy? That's Oscar. Those are different just, things. Grover's <laughs> just blue Elmo. Okay. But he's he's a little less uh high pitched. Yeah. So yeah. he's more fun. He's Elmo's got kind pretty of a high pitched. He makes a funner toy to tickle. Elmo? I don't want a I don't want a leading man to, that I tickle though. Actually, Elmo okay, was... you passed the test, Charlie. <laughs> congratulations. Is that Elmo's a boy, right? That's like established. Oh, I think so. Okay. Elmo would be a girl. La <laughs> Elma. Ah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh Big Bird never clear on that gender, but Hey. It's a bird. Yeah. Birds, birds have gender. like, birds. I ger- guess they do have genders, but they have one hole or something. Huh? You the know? Butt, the butthole. The butthole is where the, fu- the hole where everything happens. Pee, poo, life juice. 
Oh. I call it life juice. It sounds better. It sounds like an energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take your word for it on the birds. <laughs> okay, they do. It's called the cloaca. Really? Yep. Yeah. yeah, science man over here. Yeah, good for science man. Science cum laude. Science, huh? Cum laude. Cum laude, I mm-hmm. see. That's, I uh, just threw a word that... <laughs> magna. Magna cum laude. Mm-hmm. Some sort of designation. I don't know the different ones. There's more than one, right? Yeah, you get like first, second, and third. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. I got fourth. I went to a one. graduation ceremony this weekend. Hit me. And holy wild, I had never done it. It was a UW-Madison graduation, and boy, the colors. Everyone's got this huge peacocky thing. Like, you got the normal, the students, the undergrads, and the masters, and, like, you just get more ornate. And then you get to the faculty, and these people are wearing clown costumes. It's it's (laughs) insane. And it's all under this weird, like, they have hoods, and it's like if they put the hood up, it would look like this weird fucking Freemason kind of thing. It is a... it's a weird phenomenon. You reach, you get to a point in education, and they're like, let's celebrate by just dressing like an idiot. What is, what is the system we put in place? I not tell you. It seems very uh, ingrained. Mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> I don't know why I emphasized <laughs> it like that. <laughs> like, I really had a nice pull there from the old vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like the uneducated people. Should be sitting around going like, is this, do they think this is cool? Do they think we're impressed at their degrees because of the the gown? I could see, but it was weird on the faculty's part because you could tell they added like some flair. There wasn't like the same uniformity to it. And it was just like the hats some of these guys chose were just bananas, nutty. Mm. They looked like, yeah, they looked like court jesters. They looked like court jesters that overthrew the king. And they're like, well, I'm going to revamp his wardrobe. Oh, God. Okay. Well, you know, uh, graduation, it's a whole its a whole thing. Don't do it. I don't encourage it. But uh, mm-hmm. thank you all. For, if you've made it uh, to this minute in the podcast, congratulations. You've graduated Christmas season one of uh, Adam Asks Charlie Brown over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, that's it.